Hello, Jack Cavendish here. Wanted to take a few moments to speak with you about something I'm quite passionate about. Lurking fears. If you love Cthulhu and Cairo and want to feel the same dread, terror, and occasional triumph, make sure to check out Lurking Fears when you head out to your next gaming convention. With a wonderful group of demented and wildly gifted storytellers, Lurking Fears is able to weave tales that will haunt your dreams and steal your sanity, which is something I know all too well. While specializing in Call of Cthulhu, Lurking Fears also runs a host of games from a variety of other systems, so there's literally an adventure for your every taste and style. They're committed to running heavy RPG adventures, which are driven by the narrative and, of course, by the player's choices. So do check out their Facebook page and make sure you follow them to find out which gaming conventions they will be at next. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. Well, it looks as if Faye is jumping headlong into yet another nightmare scenario. And if I know anything about this Keeper Raz, is that we're likely facing hell on a horse with us under hoof. So I'd best load my weapons and head over to lend a gun, or two, just to keep the odds even. This episode is sponsored by our Patreon subscribers. Thank you so much for your continued support. If you're not a member yet, you can join our Patreon for as low as $1 per month to support the cast and crew of the Bardic College. Unlock bonus content featuring your favorite players, get exclusive access to shows you can't find anywhere else, and even get a chance to have Raz run a game of your choice. Visit us online at patreon.com slash thebardiccollege. You're listening to a 7th edition Call of Cthulhu podcast titled Cthulhu in Cairo, brought to you by the Bardic College. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to the show to receive notifications as our future episodes release. You can visit us on Facebook at the Bardic College. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome back to another episode of Cthulhu in Cairo. I'm Raz, and the whole team's here with me. I want to say hello to them real quick. Hi, gang. How are you? Good, Keeper. Doing great. We're great. And awesome. I want us to get back together. Is that going to happen this episode? Well, I think we're going to... I think we're going to get back to plot... And that should drive us all back together. So hopefully that will happen. Fantastic. We'll find out. Okay. Yippee Kaye. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a little bit of a while, but you know, I think what part of what makes us a little different is that we take the time to do these explorations of backstories and pick up the pieces along the way of what's going on around around the, because there's five unique characters with five very very different stories that you know, and and some people want to hear about Vadim, and some people want to hear about Catherine vomiting coming off of the gyrocopter and. Ella piloting it. So yeah, I mean, and, and Faye's mother in the basement and Jack's incredibly man. loving father. So I think we all, we all have that moment. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, if you, I'm sure everybody, if you're on this episode, listen to last episode already. He was my best Sean Connery, it, broken up a little bit, but um, I was asked to please say something about a shelf. So next time I will say, what I think about true, I touch my shelf. And it's shelf, so that's awesome. So we'll go from there. Moving on, the uh, the cars take you to the Banks Estate team. Here's what it looks like, Ella. We will describe it for you. Obviously, there is a. It is part of a series of homes, but it is a large white house with a beautiful. It's a beautiful piece of property by today's standards. It's probably twelve to fourteen million in a London area. Their 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 real estate prices are disgusting. But there's what it is. It's three floors, beautiful Victorian design, bleached white. A uh, little black uh, gaslit lamppost outside. It's across from a small park in this district. Very, very nice. And of course, underneath, I have a picture of Aloysius Banks himself, Uncle Al, in his uh, sporting his best mustache 
So the car pulls up outside of here. When you made the call to the switchboard for Aveline to uh, to hand her back off, did anybody, did you call your uncle and forewarn him that you were coming? Yeah, no, I, I wasn't just going to show up. God, we're British. Well, why not? I mean, you're, I mean, it happens. People back you're then. You're not British, I mean, you're they, American. My mother's British. Yeah, but right. not really. She's halvesies. That, well, that doesn't halvesies. make you British, does it? And also, it's English. Listen, I'm a Yankee biscuit. Leave it alone. <laughs> All right, so you did, you called and, 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 and got a hold of the, the butler um, and spoke to him and let them know that, did you tell him it's sort of going to be a surprise, but I just want to let you know, that kind of thing? Or are you just, are you just going to- Are you looking them, for it to be a surprise? Is that like- I'm asking. No, I mean, you have a Russian, two children. I mean, there's going to be some reaction to this, but we could do it however you want to do it. I would, you know what I'm, you know what I did? I explained that I have some traveling companions and friends that are going to be staying just so the rooms are prepared, just so we're not inconveniencing the servants. Exactly. Don't tell Al, tell Emily. Got it. So yes, the car pulls up outside. Mr. Allard does say that he has accommodations. Obviously, he's going to check in with the London office, the branch of the Cobalt Club. So he's okay. But everyone else piles out. Luggage is taken care of. And um, somebody goes up and rings the doorbell. And the butler opens the door. And he sees you and he says, Ah, Miss Ross, welcome home. Your uncle is here uh, in the library, and your aunt is out shopping. Oh. Let me get someone else, and I will have uh, Felix and myself bring in your luggage. Uh, but you're, please, everyone, welcome to the Banks, the Banks residence. Thank you. Um, I forget what we named him. Was it, was it Ramsey? Was it, I forget. Yep. Oh, Ramsey. Um, thank you. I also think that we might have been doing the gag where it's a different name every time because Uncle Al just can't hold on to a manservant. Onto any staff. <laughs> No, right. God, no. So this is Ramsey's the second. Um, <laughs> Keeper. <laughs> Egyptian joke. Yes, Ella. I would like to add a small insignificant detail to the mix. Please. In the background, listeners, you hear the sound of Mary Poppins music because this is the Banks home and she has come yes. to protect children. Oh, my, my God. <laughs> hot and hot invasion. <laughs> um, yes. A cannon goes off as it signals the hour. Fabulous. I didn't even think of that, Kayla, when I named him Banks. But that was an excellent pickup. That's great. Is it Cherry Tree Lane? Is that it? Cherry Tree Lane. So everybody gets inside. Vadim, your children, this is far even. I mean, again, the apartment they were staying was 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 well accrued. Nice. Uh, this is, you know, Victorian. Oh, yeah. This is, yeah, yeah. This is something that, yeah, not. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, there's Londoners that have never seen this type of yeah. level, level of. Rich, of wealthy English, uh, you know, compared to, <laughs> yeah. to artsy Lisbon. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So everybody comes in and you're in the foyer. There's a big chandelier above above you that's probably you know, worth, you know, most people's yearly salary. And um, from down the hall, you're, you're like, well, I, I, I just don't understand. Put it back here. I, got, I, I swear to God I did. I know I did. Put it there. I mean, it's a book. How did everything? <laughs> let me let his uh, lordship know you are home, Miss Ross. I'll just be a moment. Uh, he shuts the door. The kids are staying there. And he says, um, excuse me, uh, children, excuse me. Yes. Um, they, they just, he tries to like sidestep them. You know how you're constantly like kids are, yeah. And he walks in. I quietly under my breath say to Vadim, not that the kids speak English. Um, uh, Vadim, my uncle never had children. In fact, he, he doesn't care for them very much. Uh, I arrived when I was 15 and it treat, still treated me like a pestilence. So, um, he's great, but also not the best with kids. He also fired me, so we're going to see how this goes. Faye, he's probably forgotten. He nods curtly, turns to his children, and says to them in Russian, do not leave my side, children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Okay. So you bit eccentric. What, here? That's what you hear. Here? Well, I, 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 I mean, how many? Oh my! For the love. Oh, Ramsey, close that door. If I'm going to be talking like that, I mean, I didn't expect that to carry down the hall like that. Well, it doesn't matter now. I, I might as well go see them. I mean, you've made an ass out of me. Well, if you just shut the door like I've always instructed. Don't always say shut the door. Leave it open. I never. I, never. Never. He walks around the corner. Catherine. Yes. Hello, Uncle Al. I'm home, and so oh. excited to be here. <laughs> My God, it's good to see you. <clears throat> it's, you haven't changed a day. The mustache, bigger, except the mustache, which, yeah, yeah, you look great. Well, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, that's what the mustache is supposed to do. It's supposed to get bigger. I turn to Faye and say, is that a squirrel on his lip? Just try not to look at it too much because it's going to start moving on its own if you do. <laughs> I think that we have, you know, introductions. Yes, of course. Have to, have to be made. That yes. way I can invite everybody in to sit. Yes. Once I have names. I can't, I can't invite people in without names, Catherine. Oh, uh, I wouldn't want you to do that. So strangers was what they'd be then. No strangers here. Um, these are all friends of mine. So um, you all of them. Yes, I've not possible. <laughs> Captain, I... I've known you since you were fifteen. That's not humanly possible. <laughs> You've known me since I was born, but we started living together when I was fifteen. Um... You can't sit in a room with two people and not have an argument. I mean, I'd, the other one's going to obviously get up and walk away. I, I mean, fair. What would you like me to say, Uncle? They're business associates, traveling companions? Well, but... that makes a lot more okay. sense, I think. But These are my business associates <laughs> and traveling companions who well, I've brought go. into the family home. Um, you know Miss Dawson? Do I? Oh, 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 oh Dawson. 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 Uh-huh. Hey, um, um, uh, yes, you were um, um, supposed to be on that dig. I know. In, funny um, thing, right? Well, business, you know. Uh-huh. Business? Uh, think of it this way. Or prejudice. <laughs> no, that's well, not- prejudice. Obviously prejudice, but for the right reasons. I mean, uh, female. Well, yep. Moving on. That's me. And the, our other female. Um, female in the group, um, Miss Ella Walcott, uncle. Oh, I don't think we've had the pleasure. A pleasure. I held up my hand and I'd, I'd like to Is read it washed? Him. Catherine's eyes bug out at the thought of Ella touching her uncle and even possibly getting a read off this man. Like, you don't need to know. Like, Yeah, you think you've had some wild reading so far? <laughs> <laughs> this man collects taxidermy penguins. Like, you really don't need to know. <laughs> what is he, Mr. Peabody's Penguin House? That children's book series? <laughs> Mr. Popper. Mr. Popper's Penguin <laughs> I think you're confusing cartoons. <laughs> no, that was a Sorry. book series I read when I was like five. But the it's point Mr. is, Popper. if he takes my hand, I'm going to read him. Okay, so you're going to go through the whole drool, head roll, the whole bit right in front of this man who's already not really filtered to begin with. But you, <laughs> sure, make a roll. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good I told, luck, I told you luck. guys that I'm taking the gloves off. You go right ahead. This won't be awkward. That will be a no. <laughs> I got a a 90. So the the floor underneath you feels like it's about to open up. Ooh. Something is wrong. My psychic my psychic sense is screwed up. Yeah, and it it feels like you, you know, you've been you've been you've been pushed out. You've been pushed back. Hmm. Have you studied under Buddha? Buddha? What? Um, what? Makes shoes, doesn't he? Yeah. Down on Canal Street? Mm-hmm. You got him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking well, about the I, I, religious represent, 
the religious uh, zealot that created an entire religion over in the East Asia. The, these yeah, introductions are taking a very long time. And who else do we have here? This is um, Mr. Vadim Gavrilov. Um, he's a... Uh, Gavrilov? Yes. From Hampton? Not, no, not not the Hampton Gavrilovs. <laughs> not, not Betty and Silas. This from, is... From Leningrad, sir. Leningrad. Leningrad? Yes. yes. A little country called the Russia. Yeah. Well, welcome my home. Very nice to meet you. And are are these your children? These are my children, yes, sir. It's a pleasure to meet you, young man. What is your name? They do not speak English, sir. Well, why would they? Ruskies. Don't even think about it. Not a problem. I can spot us sauce ruske a little bit myself. Can you? Let me see if I can... That's just a touch. I've had had a dalliance when I was a younger man with a a Russian woman. Um, Big-breasted like a bear. Big. Big woman. Um... Mm. He leans down and he says to your son, not bad. Hello, my name is Aloysius Banks. What's yours? And your son gets the basic gist of, yeah, he kind of gets that out. I kind of, I, I nod to him like it's okay for him to, to answer him. Okay. So he said, he gives him his fir- first name, last name, and then to the same thing to your daughter. And he goes, well, I'm afraid won't go much further than that with my Russian, but the, the, the house is just, would they like uh, some Turkish light or something sweet? Children love those kind of things. Um, I'll, I'll have something brought around. Yeah. Please, please, come in, come in. That would be, that'd be great. Not for you, for them. I understand for th- for them, yes. <laughs> I, I, you would take a, a sweet from a child, Catherine? <laughs> I recall that when the children were very young, uh, because of my, because of the Turkish uh, connections in our family, the Turkish delight uh-huh. were actually a, a favorite sweet of theirs. So, okay, I'm, so we've- I'm curious to see how they would react. Oh, okay, yeah. So they probably get very excited. He's like, I mean, yeah, you can, may not you even remember like that. that. Yeah, but they bring he bring he has that brought to the dining room, sets the kids up there, and he says, "So I'm I'm I, I, I'm terribly shocked and surprised, but it's it's a good one. It's always nice to see Catherine come home. We we uh, Emily and I miss her dearly. Uh, phone calls, stays in touch all the time. But uh, well, how how long are you staying, Catherine? I mean, I mean you and your friends. I, 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 um, Ramsey, do we have rooms for these people? Yes, sir. We've already been notified, and and we've, we've the maids are making up the beds upstairs. Oh well, that's fine. That's fine. Glad I was out of the loop on that. You know how I love to surprise you. It's like Christmas. Um, oh, it feels like it. Fantastic. <laughs> um, we're only here for a few days, Uncle. As much holiday spirit I bring into your life, we don't want to impose. I, I, not at all. Not at all. Um, we're having we're having a guest this evening for dinner. Oh, but uh, we'll, oh. we'll have more than enough room at the table. Um, oh, a business associate. Nothing. Nothing fair. It's just somebody stepping by. So I'm sure we can all. Um, well, we we'll eat here. Oh, well, cool. we've already got plenty of roast. Um, you wouldn't know him, gentlemen from abroad. Uh, no, nothing. Some someone interesting. We have so many international guests at the table. Well, interesting. I mean, I I I, I suppose so. Think uh, actually offering me offering me. Mem- mem- Membership in their club. Very exciting. If when you come to that. But we'll talk about that later. It's, it's really not, it's not that important. You're a part of so many social clubs already. And they don't even think to promote me. But this one, mm. this one is already going to make me a junior officer, Gavin. And it's only costing me 5,000 pounds, which is really when you think about it. D- spit money. Annually, monthly, weekly. Oh, no, no, no. One time. One oh, time. Does Aunt Emily know? Initiation fee. Yeah, of course. Uh, Mr. Gavrilov understands. A man of the world. Mm. But he's been around, Catherine. You can see it in his face. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Catherine, you belong to a club as well now. You have something in common with us, with with, with Uncle. I, I'm a part of a social club. club. Yes. What, what club do you belong to? 
The nurse's auxiliary? What, what, which one? Well, yes, that and biscuits like no other. Don't, di- don't disparage the auxiliary. Um, of course not. Amazing women. I'm a part of a... I inherited a membership to a... Um, how would you describe it? I turned to my companions. An exclusive social club with connections around the world. Yes. What? This is this is fascinating. Oh, I'm so excited for us. I, 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 this is going to be wonderful. What, what, what's the name of the club? Maybe I've heard of them. I'm wondering if I should tell him. Hmm. Well, you've been poking your nose into who's coming to his place for dinner. Okay. I thought maybe at least. And it's not a secret club. No. no it's. It um, has its public, you know. Like, okay. Arm. There we go. We'll we'll do it. Thank you for reminding me, Scott. Um. I completely forgot that they weren't just like secret. It's not like they um, have their clandestine work, but they have like the public image is just like, you know, rich money, you know, in their clubs. Okay. So um, the, the Cobalt Club, Uncle Al. <gasps> no. Yes. Well, well, Catherine, you have to quit. What? No. You no. have to resign immediately. No, why? No, 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 no. That can't be. I've been turned down three times, goddammit! I'll not have this! I I will have you know I inherited <laughs> it from a friend who passed on, so it's not like I was thrilled to receive the membership. I think Mr. Allard would be very upset if you were to quit club. After he, Allard, flew, after he flew you here personally. Bottom. Allard <laughs> I, I, I flew you here? Yes. Man won't even take my calls! Oh, this is just going to be spit and shine, I can tell you that, Catherine. I mean, there's, we have a family reputation to uphold. No, you must. Uh, let me get the phone. You must resign immediately. I'll, I'm I'll, not I'll, going I'll, to I'll, resign. It, what? Uncle, he, the club arranged for me. I'm in Chanel. Oh, now it's have the you, club. Have you noticed that I'm actually. Throwing it in my face since the moment you said something. The club, the club, the club. Perhaps, Catherine, you could use influence to help your uncle in the future. The, Vadim, a man of genius, perhaps I can pull some strings and. I wouldn't go in there for a. Bowel movement. Then I would why do you Catherine, want me to quit? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I'm your flesh and blood, Catherine. To think mm. that you would that you would go with those people that are so throwing money in everyone's face and just looking down on the little man. I, I tell you, Catherine, it's despicable. Little man. I, I, little man. They look down on the commoner. You are a lord. It's wrong. You are a lord. And we're well earned when you think about it. I mean, think about all I do. Up at ten, down at seven. Long days, Catherine. It doesn't matter. I, I, we'll, we'll move on from this. Everyone, uh, please, uh, let, let me get you settled into your rooms uh, while I make a few calls to my solicitor and find out if I can extract Catherine from my will since she has more money than God now. But that's fine. We'll no, you don't understand. I don't have any money. I have inherited membership, and it's only for a year. <laughs> Someone died. <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> Catherine, I'm no sorry offense. for your loss. Oh, wait, let me put it this way. I'm sorry for your gain. <laughs> Catherine, oh my God. may I be this... excused from this room? I fear Absolutely, for your please. uncle's mustache if I linger. <laughs> I'm afraid I'm going to take out my ritual sword and shave your uncle. Please, do whatever you need to do. Or, like, I'll rip it off with, like, hot splinters or something. I don't know. All right. Like, this is, like, she's like, okay, Aveline's dead for this and you're acting like a prick. And so she's going to go snoop around the home. Go snoop. Go ahead. Okay. If anyone deserves a touch of spooky stuff to happen to them, it's this man. Who? He's not like he's going to be that bothered. He'll just wash it off. He'll ho-hum and it'll be fine. It's fine. So 
your aunt comes back, greets everyone. Uh, She's a delightful person. Lo- light of my life. The mom that became my mom when I ran away from my mom. When you're here, it just brightens the halls, Catherine. You were the only person who's ever said that. Well, it, as long as someone says it, maybe everyone else is just portly and jealous about it. Oh. But please, she introduces everybody. She, they, she takes care of them. Um, she's the kind of person that, even though she has a staff to help around the house, she does a lot of things on her own. She's very much overseeing things, not because she's a Badinsky, but more because she doesn't. She feels that some tasks are just. I don't need someone to go, you know, cut fresh flowers for the from the garden to put on the dining room table. I'd like to do that. It's because it gives me something to enjoy. So she takes. There's there's a bunch of rooms. The house is huge at the back. It's like 120 feet deep. It's massive. Even you know, so it's it's a big big house in London. So, but um, yeah, multiple rooms. Lots of books. So she gets help with the cleanup. She has a, a cook because she herself was raised. She came for money as well. So she was never really properly taught to cook. All right. They would have had, she would have had people cooking all her life. So <clears throat> she keeps that kind of a staff. But really for a house this size, it's, it's, a, it's a modest staff. And not because of the money, just because she prefers it that way. You know, she'd rather have people she trusts and knows and feels that she's close to than just 40 people doing every little thing and she has nothing to do all day but sit there and just gossip. That's not her way. So, <clears throat> um, in the afternoon, the kids are all cleaned up. Um, bottom, there's a park across the street. You, you can spend some time walking in there with them. There's fa- a beautiful fountain. There's a, a candy floss guy who's making, you know, like the, the spin cotton candy for the kids. They can do that. There's duck ponds. They can feed the ducks. Uh, but in the evening, early evening, sure enough, they, you know, this guest shows up and everyone's gathered around and you're having sherries and stuff in the, in the sitting room near where the dining room is. And um, Ramsey comes in and says, um, my lord, our other guests are here. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Uh, bring, please bring them in. He says, of, of course. Herr Steiner, this way. And walking through the door is a very sharp dressed German gentleman and his wife, who's just a little bit shorter. She's blonde. They're in their 40s. And he says, ah, I did not. We having you are having guests this evening. Mr. Banks, I am. Is this not a good time? He's like, no, no. Not at all. Not a problem. Please come in. Uh, guests, uh, Vladimir Gavrilov, his uh, lovely children. Very delightful. Russians don't speak very much English, uh, but he does remarkably well, actually. And over there, we have Faye Dawson, who I fired from a dig that was going to happen in Cairo because I'm a sexist and she's a woman, which I think makes all the sense in the world. And then you have Catherine and Ella Walcott, who is a little odd, but, but, but very sweet, I'm sure. And once you get to know her. Uh, everyone, may I introduce Mr. Otto Steiner and his wife, Krina? And he clicks his heels. He says, charmed. Good evening to all of you. Good evening. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. So is, we shall have dinner and then we can discuss uh, your approval to the, the society, yeah? Absolutely. Very excited. Um, all kinds of good things. Oh, I'm so, you know, do you, uh, my niece, my sister's child, uh, you can tell she looks just like her, comes, comes in today and tells me about her acceptance into the Cobalt Club. Well, that's that's an amazing thing. Congratulations, uh, Miss Ross. Thank you. You must be um, you must be very special and have quite a, a portfolio to be accepted into such illustrious halls. I'm excellent at what I do, and it's made me some powerful friends. And what do you do? If you don't mind me asking, I do not mean to be rude. I'm a medical professional. Ah, Ed, this, this field is uh, is ever growing. Some uh, great advances in medicine over the last uh, decade. So allow me to salute you. It's uh, a wonder that women can excel in this field as much as men in Germany and around other countries around the world. So 
Congratulations. Just because, you know, now I'm like, I am exceptional. Damn it, it's not. I'm exceptional regardless of my gender. And I'm going to prove a point. I tell him uh, my specialty is surgical triage, but in, in the field. I've, I've served. You served during the war. Yes. I'm sure your country thanks you. Mine, maybe not so much. <laughs> hey, Mr. Banks. Everything you threw at me, I threw them right back. Well, there you go. And it, it cost us dearly in the end, I'm sure. But from someone who had families that served and served on this side, those were political matters that no longer have to worry us. This is a time of peace. And it is. Uh, I am honored to make your acquaintance and that of your friends. Um, and he goes around and he formally shakes everyone's hand. Spot hiddens, please. Come on, dice. You've been sucky. Success. Uh, 29, that's a hard success for me. That's an 86 and a 16. Ooh. That is, um... Oh, it's one off of a critical. That is a hard success. All right, so you see something, a lapel pin. Uh, Everyone else sees that lapel pin. Uh, Ella, Ella knows there's something there, but isn't sure exactly what it is. It is this circle with... What appears to be about twelve different partitions and like olive um, oak branches around it, like oak leaves and acorns. Acorns are from oaks, right? Yeah. Is that right, everybody? Yep. So it's it's four pieces of oak leaf. This uh, this circle, and it's on his lapel. And uh, he, so Ramsey comes in when when you guys notice this, and he says, uh, "Dinner is served." So if everyone would please make their way to the dining room. And one of the maids opens up the double swinging, the double sliding doors. They recede and rescind into the wall the way the house is designed. Uh, it's magnificent. These big, beautiful oak doors just slide or cherry wood, whatever. Probably cherry is even richer looking. And then you go in and you have dinner. He and his wife are absolutely very, very nice people. Down to earth seem, you know, for, for rich. They, I mean, they're aristocracy. They feel they have that, mo- that mode to them. But they talk to the children as well. Through Vadim, they ask about, you know, oh, when they find out they're from Portugal, they show an interest. They don't just ignore them as if they're not, they're just kids to be, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Every, they, they seem to make their way carefully around the table to, you know, at dinner conversation to at least acknowledge and get the flow. And dinner takes quite a bit of time. It's like a two and a half hour event, right? Four or five courses. Um, your uncle definitely was expecting them to be, this was a big deal for him. So then it's, uh, well, see, um, Krina, would you and the ladies uh, be interested in hearing what we have to say? Or would the, the Fraulein's like to go? And since this is business that may not be interesting, Suzanne, would you prefer to take tea in the sitting room? I don't know, Mr. Banks. What is normally your procedures in, in this beautiful country of England? This is why it really doesn't matter. Emily, do you want to? You want the ladies to step aside? or do you, I mean, it's, it's, it doesn't matter to me. It's, we run that kind of house. Whatever the, whatever the girls would prefer. Whatever the women would like. I would love to stay in here, if yeah, possible. Let's, um, why break up the... Lovely social. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, that's fine then. We'll we'll have our tea here around the uh, around the around the table. Then we'll, we'll bring everything out. So they do that. Now he they switch chairs up a little bit so he can be closer to Banks because Banks is at the head. Emily's at the other. So uh, Otto moves to a different chair and asks if he can switch with one of Adam's children who is positioned in a place so he can sit. So Adam, I mean, you're gonna slide the, the you know your son down. I guess would be normal, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's just a matter of a formality. So he breaks out some papers and he's having him go. He's going over it and he's talking about, you know, now that you're part of this, you know, of our exclusive club, you know, you'll be able to attend meetings here in London. Um, we have chapters in Berlin. Uh, we have one in Vienna. We also have one in Austria. So he's going on and on about this particular the situation. And um, he says, but I will also, of course, need to, and I this is a mundane thing, but I will also need you to make sure that 
we have the uh, the check for the opening of the ceremony for your initiation. He goes, oh, well, let, let me get that. Emily, the checkbook, where would that? Um, hmm, my office, I believe. Well, should I use that account or the private one? I'll come with you. So the two of them get up and leave. And everyone's sitting around. Adam's probably talking to his kids. I don't know, but right, whatever. And Emily is uh, Aloysius' it's wife, his wife, right? Yeah. Yeah, yep. So we're at the table just with the German couple. Yes, exactly. And he's, so he sits there and he says, this is this fortuitous. So we have this, this brief moment alone. We're going to want the flag back. We did not expect you to be here today. We knew you were going to make your way back here eventually. But we are going to need that flag back. Or this is going to become very uncomfortable for the rest of your family. I think you know what I'm talking about, yes? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. I wasn't speaking to you, Miss Dawson. He's just looking at you, Catherine. I'm going to need you to get out of my uncle's house. That's not going to happen. He is absolutely ecstatic that he has been accepted into the Black Sun. Vadim kind of uh, smiling at his kids. He says, uh, I I would watch your tone, Mr. Uh, Steiner, or uh, you could uh, be dead right here and now before Mr. Banks returns. There are people watching this house, Mr. Gavrilov. But they are not in this room, and I am. But they will know that you and your children are. If I were you, I would stay out of this conversation just for a brief moment, sir. I am ready. Are this, you? Perhaps. There would have to be a murder investigation into the bank's house, which would bring quite a bit of, how should we say, it's the police coming. It won't be You're not going to kill everyone. My uncle is a brilliant man in one aspect and has a Victoria sponge for a brain in the rest. <laughs> you don't want him. Oh, no, but you see, I do. Because your uncle has one thing that we believe very much in, a bloodline. And we've proven to him that his is very much like ours. And he's excited. It's just unbelievable. So, the flag. Where is it? Which one? Lithuania? Russia? Persia? Amsterdam? We could probably get a Union Jack pretty easily here. Oh, yes. Vadim has been filled in by everybody on, at this point, right? Like everything. Absolutely. Father Mateus, the, 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 the artifacts that are there. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's we would have. Yeah, I think we've we've talked about it like in show, but I mean, out of show, you've you've joined our group. Both you and Jack know everything at this point. Vadim says uh, quietly in Russian, underneath his breath, to his children that um, uh, if any sudden movements happen, happen, that they are to dive underneath the table. Okay. Herr Steiner, she leans in pretty close to him. I don't know where it is. Unfortunate. I. I, I oh, there it is. Emily, this is the one we wanted to use, right? So you hear that in the, in the hallway, not far away. So he must be in the library now. He found his checkbook. Because, of course, like you said, he's got a branch like a, like a Victoria sponge. This evening has been delightful. I w- wish to speak to you anyway. And I was going to have this conversation either with your uncle in the room or not. So that's fine. But we need that flag returned. Keeps the other two items. We don't care. But you just stole something from us. Something that's very important to us. And we need that back. We didn't steal anything. Mm, but you did. Proof? It's not there. You have it, and the man knows you have it. The man. The gentleman in question was there. Just make a new one. If Not you've... possible. Uh, ladies, as I recall story, um, the, the, the people whom this, uh, this man is referring to are not here at this table any longer. Yes, actually. Oh, no. That's... Actually, they're dead and gone. I see. And the flag with them. So it seems we're at a standstill. For tonight, perhaps. Yes. What's that? Make a performance roll. He has to believe that all of them are dead. Oh, he believes they're dead. He knows. He knows that. El- he knows that uh, Aveline got killed, and you're telling him that everyone that the others are dead. I mean, he doesn't know about Schooley, but he knows Aveline for sure because Mueller was there. Yeah. So he knows one of them's gone. But that's not the point. The point is, he know he wants the flag. But that's fine. The point so is there's... that we genuinely don't know where it is. Well, you you 
No, we do. We do, but we're not. It, I'm dying before I tell him that. Oh, okay. I mean, like, some guy named Father Mateus in the general region of the Vatican happens to have it. How we right. get to him, where uh, he's oh, there we are. It, I don't know. Your check, sir. Uncle, can I speak oh, to you for you. just a moment? Not now, Catherine. I'm in the middle of a very important ritual. But ceremony. It being inducted. Black sons. Our name will go down in it. Catherine, think about it. Today, Cobalt Club and the can Black Sun. Can I invoke sun. some kind of like saying or, or from my cultist background to get him to shut up or to get hair th- this hair person out of the house? I was going to pretend to faint, but that might be better. <laughs> faint was just going to hit the table. Oh! <laughs> can I go like, be gone, you evil son of a bitch. I am from the children of the Sanguine Goddess. No, that, I don't- everyone's going to look at you like a whack job. The black, the, the, he's not, he's not a mage. He's a, he's a, he's just a guy on a mission to be, pass a message on and let them know that their, their, their hope here was to get to Aloysius, get him invo- indoctrinated, get him into it, and then have him go to Catherine for the flag. But since Catherine's sitting here, he just figured, well, you can see we're already bringing him into the, into the organization. Give me the flag. So am I close to Aloysius's checkbook? I mean, he brought a check in and handed it to the man. Oh, damn it. I was going to say, I spill my tea. All, All over, over his checkbook? checkbook? Yeah, that way he can't write a check. He can Good get God new ones. <laughs> yes, from another room. <laughs> no, Nobody has just one check. We have tons of tea. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a plebeian and I only have one checkbook. <laughs> right. So Faye just takes the whole pot and goes around the house just pouring it on every... Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I sorry, thought you brought, I'm a... like, the checkbook in. That's no, what I was... the checkbook brought a check. Got so he's like, well... This is this is excellent. Thank you. So, sir, you sign right here and here, and then the initiation will be in a week. I will have you. Uh, we will pick you up, and uh, we will s- send messenger first, of course. Pick you up, bring you to the secret locations, and then uh, put you through the ritual itself. Uh, your wife will now be a, a frau of the Black Sun. Should be considered as well. And the women's league has all kinds of things they do together. It's, it's, it'll be very exciting. But a photo. Did you tell them about the blood sacrifice? He ignores you. Just say. It's a worry. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd you grab for that? <laughs> I have an idea. I'm trying to get him to not join and recant it by saying that I went, I served and my fiance died at the hands of Germans. Why are you joining a German thing? Ooh, I actually like that. Yeah, because it was still a thing. Mm-hmm. Could work. Uh, What's your performance? Performance? I don't have it. I have Intimidate. Actually, there is no performance on here. There's no performance on those? I thought the pulp sheets had that one. No, hold on. I'm looking for something looking that's too. similar. Um, I have one pulled up. Let's see. Intimidate is going to be, uh, it's just, I. if you're Intimidate your uncle, I don't, I'm not sure that's the right use of that, yeah. that skill. He also knows me so well. It is just a Persuade, I guess. <laughs> Persuade's good. Persuade or... But again, but again Catherine's thing is Intimidation. <laughs> I can't persuade him. Well, you can. You just may not do it well. I have a 10. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. It's not too late for me to faint. Oh, God. It- this was the nicest way of asking for the flag back I could think of. I this. understand that. Oh, no. And I'm get still that. trying. I'm trying to thwart. This was the sweetest pressure I could have put on this family and you, and you at this point. To th- like, the wow. flag was coming back up. What's that? <laughs> just to threaten, you know, everybody's... Uh- family and such. I mean, obviously Mr. Banks is, you know, under mortal threat right now, right? Yeah. Well, if he doesn't bring, if if you don't get the flag, yeah. But I mean, him going part of the Black Sun was just, you know, so you want to throw the speech, go ahead, and then you can make the roll on roll 20. Okay. 
you know, she slams her teacup on the table. Uncle, I am shocked and appalled at you, frankly. Me? Yes. And I was trying to hold my tongue and be respectful for all that you've done for me, but I just I just can't. And and I get the wife involved too. And and Emily, I can't believe that you're consenting to this after everything that I have been through at the hands of these people and I look it's at It's an archaeological uh, society. And it's and and it's and and Aunt Emily will be a frau and this will uh, be it's just a, 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 my, just happens to be have you been to the Berlin Museum? Magnificent I pulled the dog tags out and I thrust them in his general direction. This man was going to be the father of what would essentially be your grandchildren, and the Germans butchered him. And now you're just going to make friends with them and drink tea and break bread and sit at their table and and pay money? And they're going to come here and take your money? And and this is acceptable. Catherine, you are absolutely being... This is, I mean, you're being rude. War is over. Over? Over? I, st- I still tend to people in hospital who have nightmares and who are mutilated and still suffer injury. What about the trauma that I've suffered? I still don't sleep at night. I have friends that I I can't consent to this. I can't watch this. Do you want $5,000? Like, I'll give it I'll give it right back to you. Herr Steiner, do you want $5,000 to leave my uncle alone? Please. This is my family's house. I would like you to leave immediately. Oh, I can leave. If Herr Banks wishes it, of course we will leave. We do not wish to cause a row here, Miss Ross. You've already caused one, clearly. No, I believe you are. I don't know what I what possibly could have been said or This was why supposed to be a, a family dinner and a reunion and We've had this booked for several weeks. Your, your I, I presence your here uncle. is unwanted and unfounded. Catherine! And I don't You're being selfish. You get into a secret society and I can't? I will get you into the Cobalt Club. I will I will write Roll. Si- not a stone's throw in hell. He's never listened to me, and he's not starting now. But you, but remember, in Cthulhu, uh, call Cthulhu. Even a fail means it doesn't mean you've missed every opportunity. It means that you've got some things in his head. Wait, 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 wait. We have we have eyes of Araman. Well, she rolled. Yeah, but we just weren't thinking. Yeah, you know, like like we always forget about him, you know. And this is definitely an eyes of Araman moment. It really is. I don't remember. Um, I can't even remember if I've used mine. Well, no, we, we all got reset. That's correct. We're all oh. reset right now. I mean, it, this is if we can if we can remove you know Aloysius from the from the clutches of this guy somehow. So I would eyes of our. I would use mine. All right. If that's what you want to do, so finish your speech. She's visibly you know shaken and just ends the the speech with. For me, don't do this. But, if you hold any affection for me. Well, I, 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 of course I hold affection for you. He just goes, uh, Herr Steiner, I, I, I'm afraid I'm going to have to um, postpone my acceptance into the Black Suns. I, 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 for your troubles, please keep the initiation for now. And then um, we, we, I, I'll be in touch. Tonight's just not a good night. My, uh, my niece has come in from a, a long journey with her friends and... Uh, it's just we we tended to we taught we caught her off guard and it's just not of course of I would not want anything to disrupt this reunion. It is nice to have family so close and be able to enjoy them. Life is short. You should always take care of your family and be with them. He stands up with his wife, looks at you, and he says, "You have a wonderful evening, Miss Ross. 
Mr. Gavrilov, Miss Dawson. And, of course, you too, Miss Walcott. It is a pleasure to have met you. Burning the fires oh, of Odin. Gosh. Just drives me nuts, man. Somebody that just so publicly threatens you. I just... Oh, I know. My, I, my um, butt cheeks are clenched right now. I am. I want to throw up. He waits for Ramses to bring his hat and coat. And it helps his wife. Because remember, it's January. So helps his wife into her mink. And the two of them step outside. and Aslan, Anna, I will pay you 10 pounds to pour something on that mink. <laughs> Perfect. Too bad they don't speak English. I know. <laughs> Fodum does such a chef. <laughs> Go. Um, yeah, they they step outside and they start walking down the street. It's he shuts the door. Is anybody watching where they go? Following like through oh, a window, trying to keep it- like a hawk. Okay, also, so also, you know, Vodum goes to a window. He's he's looking at the surrounding area to see if he notices, you know, any other, you know, anybody that would have been in the shadows watching, you know, starting to to regress any of that. Two cars, Mercedes black, one directly in front of the house, one around the back. And the one around the back doesn't leave. The one around front picks Steiner up about a half a block away and drives them off. Um, and Faye, you think you even spot somebody watching, smoking a cigarette from across the street in the park. One, or, one maybe two men in the shadows just kind of watching the house. Let me at him. This guy might have fired me, but this is Catherine's family. Not really. I'm not actually going to go out. You know, <laughs> I will if he threatens us, though. He did. Well, I mean, like, again, like if he like comes towards the house, and just like, let me in. And I'll be like, Vodum, so, so is Catherine engaged with her uncle right now? I don't know. Catherine. Like he's seeing them out the door. We're kind of standing back. Yeah. He, he, they, he Ramsey showed them out. Yeah. Banks didn't even leave the dining room. He stayed there with you guys. He just he shook his hand and then they left. And you just, if you were looking from the living room, you would have seen the car pull away and finally pick them up. And you said you were looking around, like moving, you know, checking different windows and stuff. Yeah. So after they pull away, Vodum kind of like carefully walks up to Catherine quietly and is like, Catherine, this is your uncle. He is family. Can you not tell him about what we are up to, what we are doing, this thing that we are involved with? I... Is he a good man? I don't know. Mm. Your aunt walks up and says, Catherine, I'm, I don't understand. What, what's going on? Herr Steiner has been in, has been corresponding with your uncle for several weeks now about this, and, and your uncle was very excited. This was very, very strange, Catherine. Are you, uh, what, 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 what could have provoked such a response from you? There are, there are things that are happening. Things that it's not my place to tell you everything. But remember how I requested that you and Uncle go to the summer house in France for a few weeks, and why you are back? I never said you could come back. Is beyond me. Catherine, you can't control where we're staying every day. No, I mean, I, I don't understand. Why I, would, I did you, tell you asked us to go away for a few weeks, and we did, and we came back. And I'm going to need you to go away again, Catherine. Your your uncle runs a, a museum. He can't just be not of not available for days on end i mean he has he has responsibilities we have things we look after here in in, in the city we, we're in charge of several businesses we have the the trust i, I don't understand i this is where we live catherine what's going on these are like the only for the past oh god how old is catherine she's for the past 20 years these have been her parents mm -hmm. right and it's so painful that i feel like i can't trust them well you know I, Vadim's like, Catherine, what, what choice do you have? Their lives are in danger. They do not know this. Whatever we do, tell them or not, their lives are in danger. 
They deserve to know. Why don't we make another pot of tea and we can sit down and talk about this? I can explain why I've been away for so long. Very well, of course. No, if I, I hate to see you and your friends under some so much distress. It, it's something's obviously <sighs> bothering you. So yes, let's let's sort this. Let's sort through this. All right, that's where we'll cut it for tonight. Oof. Ella, Joel, sorry about the shortened parts for this, you two this evening, but we'll get back to it. Um, I know that that happens occasionally with the show. It was just trying to get this done. Ella, think something to think about. He, you don't know. Your character doesn't really know whether or not he bested you or you messed up. Remember, on those kind of roles, you 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 assume you're going to get into somebody's head, but you don't understand why you got no read from him. That's why I asked him if he like trained under Buddha. She's thinking, oh, and you he must, ignored it. You must have like mind melding training or something. Like you know how to block me, bitch. And so there you have it. Yeah, no, I and I, I love that that you played that. Keep that in your head for next time because that's something. So one of the questions that's being asked on the chat is. Is he a cult too? I can tell you that in the 1920s and 30s, the occult revival in London, if you were a rich person, somebody in your family was probably dabbling in the occult because it was this, it was a, it was sort of like the rich kitschy thing to do on a Saturday night. Like everybody was trying to recapture that, that great Victorian period. And there was, you know, the corpse photographies were over and things like that. But the fact that they were doing seances on, you know, on a winter's evening, bringing mediums in, tea leaf reading, the, the rich were bored and it, it was a popular, popular thing to do. And many of them had either been touched by it, seen it around it. They know of it. So it was far more prevalent than it'd be like cocaine today, right? With the rich, like, oh, we're sitting around on a Friday. Why don't we jump in the pool and have some cocaine? Uh, you know what I mean? It's like that. The occult to them was just something that you did. You'd got friends together. You brought over the the Harry Houdinis when he was a reader. You bring over the great psychics. You read the stuff. You do the tales. Everyone was in a secret organization. Everybody's friend knew somebody that knew something. So yes, Banks has had some exposure to it. Now, that doesn't mean he's a practitioner, but he's had exposure. So that would be a definite hard yes. Okay. Well, from all of us at, the, at Cthulhu and Cairo, I want to thank you all for listening again. As always, check out Operation Poltergeist. It is a definite difference. It's a different vibe, but it has all to do with this story. As a matter of fact, right now, the uh, the team is, while this is going on, is in a Zeppelin over Caledonia fighting Nazis. So yeah, things are going on for the other team that are very different. Um, but we'll get back to that next time. But from all of us at the show, we want to thank you so much. We love you guys for listening. We hope you keep staying with us. This has been a lot of fun for us and we've got a lot more to go. So until next time, good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cthulhu in Cairo. You can like, share, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. The music you're listening to is Return of the Mummy by the great Kevin McLeod. Join us next time to see where our intrepid explorers find themselves next.